All right. You guys are about to hear uh, Paul Yeadon. He's the uh, owner of a company I deliver to. And uh, it was really fun. We actually did a uh, car podcast similar to uh, comedians uh, getting coffee via Jerry Seinfeld uh, show. It's kind of based off of that. And uh, he he wanted to do the podcast in the car. And you got a new car recently. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I um, hope you guys enjoy it. And there is uh, a second half of the podcast. It may sound a little different uh, because I lost the first half of the podcast because the first half of the podcast is a backup. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I uh, hope you guys, uh, uh, the audio is okay. And uh, you guys have a great day. And uh, oh, go ahead and uh, I don't think Paul has any social media to speak of besides his own personal, maybe Facebook. But um yeah, just follow me on uh, I am Lars on Instagram and LarsCast, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, so I just started uh, listening to podcasts many years ago, and I just started using this uh, new app called Anchor, and it's pretty seamless. It has all the uh, everything you need to make a podcast. You can just do it right from your phone without a microphone it's pretty impressive so if you're interested give it a try thanks a lot all right okay well welcome to the podcast uh we have paul here how you doing yeah thanks for asking me to come out i really appreciate it oh yeah man it's a beautiful morning exactly sky's blue it's nice and crispy exactly we're gonna take a little ride hell yeah beamer yeah, describe what we're doing because we're driving. Well, we're right? in a we're in a fit, almost brand new BMW 240i. Mm-hmm. Packs a little bit of a wallop. Yeah. It's a bit of a rocket. Hell yeah. It's got about 235 horse, no 335 horsepower with a dual turbo. But we won't really wind it out today. We're just gonna kind of be chill. Exactly. We know that it's under the hood if we need it. There you go. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to head up to the hills. Uh, cool. Because you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Yeah, uh, We're going to stop at Alice's Restaurant. Hopefully it's not too crowded. Yeah. We're going to take the kind of back roads up there through Saratoga, the yeah. Basin, through the Redwoods. Love it. Love it. The fires are out, so the smoke is gone. Yeah, we got clear roads ahead. The weather is a beautiful day. It's probably like, I don't know, something. It's about 8 o'clock in the morning, about 60-something. The sun is out. We're going to we're gonna have fun today, man. Thank you again for doing the right podcast. And, uh, you know, this is the Larcast. Larscast is what, what it's called. Larscast, yeah. Yes. Is there, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the, we'll just start talking? Like, explain, like, who are you? Like, who are you? What's your name? And, and Okay, so my name's Paul. Yeah. Oh, I better slow down here. There's a cyclist in the way. And I am turning 60 years old in three weeks. Awesome. Yeah. So this is my midlife crisis car. If you only get one (laughs) midlife crisis, you can do it once. So you can do it right. That's awesome. And so uh, I own a a store in Los Gatos. It's kind of a funky retail hybrid kind of store that we do a bunch of different stuff awesome. for people. We ship things, which is how I met you, because you're our, our, our driver. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. On our route. Hell yeah. And uh, we ship things. We have mailboxes that we rent to people who need a 
mailbox. We do a lot of other services. Awesome. Notary and all the kind of stuff that people, we kind of joke, it's kind of like people come in and we get to check things off their list. So we're like the check it off your list store. There we go. They have tasks and, and shit that they have to take care of and we help them through that so well very good yeah that's very good i'm glad that's how i met you too from through work you know I, i'm a delivery driver as you all know um and uh, that's how we met and uh, i've known you gosh how long because i was your it was like off and on with your driver and then i became your full-time driver i think like you're officially your driver i think uh i want to say four years ago but i might be wrong but i've been i've known you longer than that i think yeah i remember mark uh i think mark yeah, retired or left yeah and yeah and then you, the route came up, and then... Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Mark LeClaire and another guy had it before me. So I got yeah. a question for you, Lars. Yeah, go ahead. How, did it, how is it that you found yourself in a career as a as a driver? How did, uh, you, how did you end up there? As a, so, I, so obviously, as you know, I work at UPS, and uh, I've been uh, there 25 years. Wow. And, yeah, time flies. Uh, just talking about this with my buddy yesterday. Uh, in January, I've been 25 years, and how did I get into the career basically you're asking yeah um you know what funny enough thank you for asking that um my dad i used to live in sunnyville right right by the ups hub over there and my dad said christmas time you know hey go check this out this place over here ups i, I hear they're a good place to work for see if they're hiring you know and of course christmas time i got a job like right away boom <laughs> and uh so i got the job there in 90 Four, five, I forget exactly. I think it's 95. And then I've been there, you know, started part-time working it a little bit, and then been there ever since, man. It's it's just been an adventure and a journey and time flies wow. <laughs> when you're having fun. Um, oh, yeah, one last thing. My uncle Dan, he used to work. That's my dad's brother. Yeah. The older brother. Uh, shout out to him. He's a was a UPS driver, too, way back in the day, and he since left the company, but... Uh, just went on to bigger and better things there. But yeah. That, That's interesting because yeah. my father also had an influence on how huh. I decided to get my first job that kind really? of my career kicked off, which we can get into because we got, got a couple hours here. To oh, yeah, exactly. Bit, exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I was telling you before, I'm, I'm from, uh, grew up in Canada. Yeah. So a lot of people are from the States, you say, you know, I'm from Toronto, and they go, well, it's East Coast, right? It's like, right. well, no, not really. <laughs> right. It's kind of more, there's the Midwest, there's kind of Mideast, and the right. Mideast. Mideast. Uh, Toronto is, uh, you know, a big city now. When I was growing up, it was just, it was like, uh, what do they call it? Muddy York. Oh, really? Little, it was just a little <laughs> shithole. Shit <laughs> right. Um, and, and it's grown quite a bit. And how long have you been here in this, in this, when did you come to the States then? So I got, I, I moved here in 2005. Wow. Yeah, it was my, uh, my ex, uh, got a job with Genentech in okay. South City. Uh, right she, she, uh, so decided to make the move, get away from the, the land of the ice and snow <laughs> and move to sunny California, which, yeah. Hasn't been so sunny lately with all the smoke, but uh, today's a good day. I know. And then, so you're you're from that area. And what was the? Did you say Ontario? Or did I miss that? Did I remember correctly? Ontario. All right. Well, <laughs> tell us a little bit about uh, Ontario. Uh, I know you were sharing some things with me uh, before we podcasted the other day. Okay. Well, um, first of all, my 
my parents aren't Canadian. Okay. Okay. My there parents you. moved. They were they're from um, Northern England, oh. a place called Yorkshire, nice. or as some Americans say, Yorkshire. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm not gonna make this one, so just yeah, we'll be good. We got a bicycle in front of us, so we got to be careful about the bicycles. That's yeah. right. That's right. Be careful, those those, like, those guys. <laughs> there you go. Share the road. That's right. Exactly. Um. So your 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 dad, or where is he from now? So they're from Yorkshire. Yorkshire, and it was like the late '50s, and it was basically there was no jobs. There was no. You know, it was it was shit there. Right. And so they decided to, to to see if there was a better life in the new land of, and they decided to move to Canada. They actually took a ship, on a, on a boat, boat in a boat. In the boat. <laughs> yeah, and then I was born about a year after they they got. Yeah, I was probably conceived on the ship. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, and then, they, but you know, Canada is, we you know, it's a it's a it's a nice enough place, but. They have this thing called winter. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, you know, Bay Area people, they know all about, you know, uh, snow. We go, hey, let's get in the Tahoe and go up to Tahoe and go ski for the weekend or the week and then come back to the yeah. sunshine. Well, when yeah. you live in Canada, it's basically, at that time, it's probably a little warmer now, but at that time, winter starts in, like, the end of October after Halloween, and it lasts until, like, April. <laughs> April? It's, oh, like, shit. six months of, of just... Hard. Winter. Yeah, it's hard winter, right? And then some of it's like, some of it's like, you know, uh, picture postcards, snowflakes, and yeah. white, and the trees and everything. And yeah. But a lot of it's just like gray, basically. Oh, yeah. It's gray, and it's shit, and it's slush, <laughs> and salt. And, but then, uh, you know, then, then summer comes. Oh, yeah. Spring comes, and, and the angels sing, and everyone goes, ah! <laughs> and they all go, and, uh, and, and, you know, you get that little short little summer oh yeah oh yeah um it's not the same as uh canada it's a lot different you're saying basically the california sounds like uh yeah and then and then you have uh like in minnesota they say the national bird uh, the state bird of minnesota is the mosquito right <laughs> and that's kind of like canada has a lot of bugs and a lot of skeeters i call them yeah so it's 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 nice there but uh, you know california versus that's cool, man. So you, so then you came, uh, so when you came to, uh, out out to America, what'd you think? Was it uh, a little, little different, I'm sure. Did you enjoy it when you got here? What, did, what was your impression? Well, the first thing was, when I first came here, it was, you know, I came actually from Montreal. I was in Montreal right. for a couple of years. Yeah. And it was um, coming from basically the, end, the tail end of winter. And I come here, and the first thing is, like, there's palm trees, and there's flowers blooming and, and I was just like oh really that's cool oh yeah I like that that's so cool man yeah well I'm definitely glad you came out here and I got the opportunity to meet you and uh, you know to do this podcast you know thanks again for doing it man um, so we were talking about some some cool Canadian actors and uh, uh, comedians and things of that nature uh, what's your do you, what are the who are those actors you were talking about in uh Who's your favorite comedian? I guess you could say. Well, there's era. there's there's a bunch that um, there's a bunch of comedians that come. Because you gotta have a sense of humor to survive, you know. 
So it's interesting because, uh, you know, Mike Myers, oh, oh baby, you know, <laughs> shag, shag me, baby, you know. <laughs> so he actually, he's about the same age as me. Okay. And he grew up not far from in Toronto. It's a, it's a suburb of Toronto. Yeah. And he and his parents are British. Nice. <laughs> and nice. so it's like, I like the, but he, he ended up, you know, instead of him with a, uh, a shipping store. He ended up doing a little bit more with his career. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We all know Mike Myers. He's a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then uh, I was born the same, you know, around the same place as. Uh, yeah. this, this is Big Basin, right? Isn't that yeah. funny? No, oh, I think a little farther. Down. Oh, further. That's yeah, right. This, uh, this is Quito. Yeah, we're, we're driving through uh, Saratoga here. I think we drove through Los Gatos. Now we're going up Highway Nine. It's nice. a beautiful road and, and drive, by the way. I love the trees in the neighborhood. So, so let me go back to the what you remember. I said uh, yeah. you you were influenced by your dad and your yeah. uncle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, uh, I'm going to school and stuff, and you know, high school. Yeah. But before I actually went to high school, my parents um, moved from a not so nice neighborhood to a better neighborhood. And we went to the new school. And I ended up, somehow, I ended up in a, a class that was like, you know how you have special ed yeah. for kids who are needy? They okay. had a special class for kids who were like a, a little brighter. Okay. And for some crazy reason, they put me in that class, right? And then what they did was, it, it ended up effectively, I went from grade, I started the year in grade four, right. and I ended the year in grade six. No so way. So I skipped the year. Nice. So I skipped the year, uh, and then... I was already one of the younger ones in the class because I'm born, I, I said, yeah. in October. Right. So all kids from January through to December. So a lot of kids were older than me as it was. Right. So some of the kids in my class are almost two years older than me by the time I get to grade seven, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so now that's cool because my parents are from like, they grew up in the war and they thought, oh, you can get out of school a year earlier and make <laughs> make, make more money and get started your career. But, it, but there's this thing in high school that happens. Oh. You remember high school, right? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so imagine you're in high school, and you're two years, almost two years younger than all the girls in your class. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fun, man. You're like a little boy. Yeah, you know, you're, you're like a boy, and then the, uh, everyone's hitting puberty and shit, yeah. and you're still like a year and a half away from it. <laughs> That's that's not cool, you know. Yeah, man. So high school was just not not a whole great experience for me. Right. Being the social, you know, everyone's yeah, yeah. a social animal. Oh yeah. Um, for those days. <laughs> so, I I just said, you know what? I, I finished high school. I got through it. Graduated. Nice. Barely. <laughs> yeah, good. Got through it though. <laughs> you know, I hated it. Yeah. But I did it, and then. Um, I just said, fuck it, you know, I'm just going to take a year off. I'm just going to go get a job. So I'm like 18, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. And I get a job nice. working in this warehouse, putting together displays for a retail thing. Okay. And, and, and I'm making money, right? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, and it's cool. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And But all the while I'm thinking, okay, I, I could go, I got to go get a college education. Right, that later, right. But I just wanted this year to just like think about it. Yeah. And I decided, and I'm like, I don't, and my dad, he's going, well, you know, this guy is making pretty good money, my, my aunt's brother. Okay. And he's in the printing industry. Yeah. And he makes, like, he makes good money. Right. 
uh, working for it was he was working at a place where they used to print the Sears catalog. And really? he, he worked in the color department, and he was like in charge of making sure all the pictures looked all yeah. nice and so forth. Right? Awesome. Wayne. And then, and I go, well, I kind of like graphic arts. I like the arts, and but I, I'm, I'm I'm not like. Uh, there's no career in being an artist, right? I mean, unless maybe one in a million. Sure. But I can be in the graphic arts okay. and graphics and still be technical and make some nice money. Right on. So I was like, yeah, maybe we'll go into the printing printing industry. So I went into the printing industry, which is kind of related to what I do now because that's yeah. one of the things we do, right? Oh, it's yeah, printing. you do printing, and I know you do uh, for architects, what are those things? The yeah, blueprints and all that stuff. Very important. So, uh, so a three-year course. So now it's cool because now my on the same age as everyone, you know, we're like 18, oh, yeah. 19, but I'm not 16 and they're 18 or 19, yeah, like, yeah. or we're 20, and we're, you know, and and I, you know, and then. I, I get along with the girls a lot better too, you know. Nice, nice. <laughs> that helps. They had a whole nursing department at my uh, school, at my school, so oh, yeah. kind of got to date a few. So you ended up going to, to college, is that correct, or, or you just did the tech? Yeah, I went to downtown Toronto. There's a college called George Brown. I went three years, and I and it was called printing or graphic arts technology. Right, right. Which is weird because like. But what was then technology, which is like 1979, 80, 81. Right. It, it, it really it sort of doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> like what we used to do with film is now done with digitally. You know, what we used to do. Right. These, uh, you know, everything is, has changed because of the you know, digital. The technology changes every year. Oh, not by year, but every, you know, however many years. I know with phones, for example, you get new phones almost every year. And I'm sure the technology with uh, printing, it's always changing over time. I mean, not as fast. Yeah, but, but there's still, like, a lot of heavy metal involved. You know, oh, like there's, yeah. there's, you know, you still have printing presses. There's digital presses, but you still have the old, you know, they're just loaded up with a lot more technology, but they're still yeah. heavy steel and stuff. And, yeah, I, I learned how to run equipment. I was like, I have a nice. trade, you know. I, I ran machines, totally. big machines with crews, like, with people. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and then, so I, I could probably, it's like, you know, here's another cyclist. It's like riding yeah. a bike, you know. Yeah. I could go on the machine tomorrow. I haven't yeah. touched one in years, but, yeah. you know, they don't change much. Yeah, you always have that uh, knowledge and know-how. But, yeah, and I ended up uh, it's a blind curve, so oh, I'm yeah. going to be careful yeah. here. Yeah, excellent. Um, but I ended up. You know, I was hands-on, but then I ended up being, basically, I've been someone's boss since I was about 22 years old. Okay. So I've always been, like, a supervisor or a manager or a plant oh. manager or something like that. You mentioned that. I have a question about that. So, as a boss, I've noticed, this is just my opinion of you as a boss, I think you're a very good boss. I don't think I've ever told you that, but... Thank you. Yeah. I think it starts with, um, that I, that I started by by doing all the stuff that the people that not all the stuff but enough of it that I understand sure. what it is to work an eight-hour shift yeah a midnight shift right. uh, I, I've done that I know what it's like okay yeah um, so and it's like if you had a boss never driven a truck never worked from <laughs> eight o'clock until 
10:30 at night right. and done 150 deliveries or whatever. And like, and they start telling you, how could they possibly know, you know, right. what what you have to go through to do your job and to do it well? Right. Exactly. Well, that's that's a really good uh, way of looking at it. But yeah, done it yourself, and then you kind of been there and have the experience. That's very cool. Okay. And then the the second thing is that. Um, so some people who get become bosses, right. quote bosses, yeah. is they they, um, they 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 manage, they kind of micromanage, okay? Because oh, they right. think, what's going on I here? I think he's yielding for you. All right, thank so. you. <laughs> A nice driver, let us go by. Um, so inherently, I guess I'm I'm kind of you know I don't like to work too hard. Yeah. I like to, my job to go smoothly and and not have to be like. On 24 and 7, I like to go home and relax and, you know, play iPad game, whatever I don't, I, totally. you know, do whatever I do. And um, so what that, so if you have a bunch of people that work for you yeah. and they depend on you to externally motivate them. So in other words, they're, you have, constantly have to be on top of them. Right. Um, that's more work for you as a supervisor. But if, if, if you can create an environment where they're more self-driven yeah. where they t can have some feel that they have some autonomy and, and they right. can make decisions and they can um, do things that do the right thing and occasionally mistakes are made but sure. that's everyone makes mistakes right yeah. then it's then I can be lazier as as a, as a boss because yeah. I, I can you know I can know that they're more than likely right. doing the right thing yeah. while I'm not there watching them that's really cool okay and and if you're so let's say you're driving a route and and yeah. you know that you can you can be more efficient yeah. by doing it this way as opposed to that there's a board that tells you yeah, you must turn is, here yeah. you must turn and you can do those things like if you're if you're being controlled by a board right. which is controlled by a, a guy who's never driven a truck never <laughs> then it's kind of like you just say, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to, I just do my job and, yeah. and just go through the motions, right? Yeah. But if you have a little more control and autonomy, yeah. then it's, it, you know, you start to feel like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what I do. I, I, I can have some pride in, yeah. in, in the decisions I make. And, and so, and that's something that gets kind of nurtured over time because some people have had bad experiences with other bosses and they, oh, and, yeah. they and they come into a new job and it's like, well... You know, here's this guy's gonna be the same or, or not. And it t sometimes takes a little while and a little give and take. Nice. So, awesome. one of the one of the things that's kind of evolved yeah. when I, I I haven't always done this, but right. when I had the store, right. uh, and I have someone new who starts, right? And there's a lot of different sort of things to learn and master. Yeah, it's a curve and everything. And people invariably kind of go, you know, they. they they're new and they're making mistakes. Oh yeah. And and they're always going, oh sorry, oh sorry. And so I have a rule: you're only allowed to have one sorry. <laughs> nice. I like I like that. Uh, sounds like a Canadian sorry. I love that. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So we're driving through. I'm just gonna describe. Oh yeah, we gotta describe the scene gotta a move bit. over here for this Porsche to pass. So we us. got a, a really hot uh, uh, car gonna pass us. <laughs> or something like that, Nissan, but I'm not sure if that's right. And one more Porsche is passing us. <laughs> they want to race. 
Yeah. I don't want to race. Yeah, we're rolling on Highway 9, right? Is this 9? Uh, yeah, this is Big Basin. Rolling up Highway 9, Big Basin. It's a beautiful day out here, so. But getting back to that, that's that's really cool. That, see, I didn't know. This is the whole premise of the podcast is something, three things, or a few things I didn't know about you is the idea. And then whatever happens, you know, it's, it's great. But I love that that knowledge that you could share that with my well, I'm just lazy. I'm just, I'm just lazy. It's hard, yeah. harder work to be, a, 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 you know, a micromanaging manager yeah. than, and, and people, it's funny, you know, like I used to, I used to be, you know, the boss of people who ran printing presses, among other things, okay? Yeah. And it was funny because you'd, you'd see uh, this crew, maybe there was two or three people accruing a, a printing press. Right. And, and you'd see the guy that looks like he's really working hard. Yeah. And he'd be running around and moving, doing the ink and, and, and you know, hustling his butt and everything. Right. And you go, wow, that's a hardworking guy, right? Right, right, right. And then you had this other guy who's sitting there reading the newspaper. <laughs> and, and he's sitting there at the console reading the newspaper and he'd just go and he'd, he'd, every few minutes he'd go over and flick a little switch or flip a little this and right. check a sheet and, uh, and, you know. And it was like, oh, that guy must be, like, so lazy and... Right. A, a slacker and this other guy he's a hard worker and you know but it turned out at the end of the day the guy who was reading the newspaper had way more production the, the finished product at the end of the day was you know because right. it and printing is a lot a lot about production how much can you produce on a shift yeah and because he was smart you know the other guy was struggling and throwing sheets in the in the recycle and 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 taking longer to get <laughs> up to color, you know, to right. get the color right in it. And the other guy was so competent that he made it look easy. Right. You know. And you know, and, yeah. and it's like sometimes on the surface you look at and you say, oh, there's a hardworking guy, and and it's actually they're incompetent. <laughs> they just look like they're working hard, right. but they're really not very good at what they do. Yeah. And so I was like, I always like to hire the the guy who was or the person, right. you know, who made it look easy. Yeah, you know, that brings me to uh, uh, something, you reminded me of something. When I talk to certain people, or just people in general, I go, oh, UPS, that must be a great job, but they just see the talking and waving and smoozing with customers, but the delivery part, and the, I mean, it's, it's hard work, no matter what you do, your job, my job, is very work, hard, yeah. but people think it's like, oh, that's easy, that, you could just, just put boxes out the door, and you know, you just, hey, wave, and wave at the cute guys or the cute girls and it's like hey this is this is what it's about right but it's we make it look it's professionalism right yeah that's what i think and uh, making it look easy is people take that as oh it's easy right <laughs> that's very true man and uh, oh i'm kind of curious now you kind of talked about a little bit about getting into business when you're young and you're a very smart guy i can tell um how did you, or who was a mentor that you look up to either now or earlier in your life, uh, back in that time when you were young? Um, well, I didn't really get into business until like, um, like 2003 or something like that. Okay. I just worked for someone else, right. which kind of sucks because, you know, you do a lot of good work and make a lot of money and someone else gets to keep it all. Yeah, they get <laughs> Like, it's not like I, I, I saved the company, you know, $200,000 and, you know, they go, well, thanks a lot. Yeah, you're like, good. <laughs> hey, great. <laughs> well, what was the, well, maybe I'll let you answer 
answer the question, but uh, did you have a, what, what was the decision to get into business then, maybe? Um, yeah, it's kind of that, because, you know, it's like, hey, how come these guys who own the company are making making great money, and right. here I am working on a salary, you know, yeah. 60 grand or whatever it was at the right. time. Um, you know, it's like, hey, I, if, if not me, then why not me, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people, Lars, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that are in business right. that are idiots. <laughs> right. They are. They shouldn't be in business. And, and you just, you, but, but, and they seem to, you know, the business yeah. runs and stuff. Yeah. So there's no, I mean, there's no magical, uh, you know, school or, 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 you know, we go, it's just, it's just that, it's just a business. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah, here's yeah. my intersection. So we're coming up on, uh, I think we're at 35, I think it is. We're at the Santa Cruz County line now. Yeah, so we're on Skyline. There we go. Hit the Skyline. Came up through Saratoga. I think, right? This is I, I think so. I, it sounds Oh, right. no, not yet. <laughs> I'm not sure. We're well, just, we'll just drive we're lost in the woods. Yeah. Well, if you want, we can always check the GPS or whatever, but it's, it's a beautiful ride. So, but I just, I you know, I wanted to do my own thing. Uh, yeah. I, I t you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I had some real, some bosses that were just assholes. And yeah. I just like, I, I don't really want to work for this yeah. person, you know? Totally. Uh, they're either micromanaging or they're just, I don't know, uh, various things. I don't want to get into the negative too no, much. No, that's but, fine. Exactly. I get it, though. But you get to kind of control your own destiny a little more with uh, nice. I love your own that. business. Yeah, you're running your own business. So you started, you said 2003 or four. what did you say? Yeah, you so in, in Canada, they had a, a program. So I don't know if they have anything like this here, but it's a good program yeah. where um, it's done through the unemployment insurance program, which is yeah. a national thing, right? right. Here it's states, but there it's in Canada. So it's kind of a federal program, yeah. unemployment. And you could um, go into this thing, you have to sign up for it, and uh, it's it's like entrepreneur, right? And for one year, they'll give you free money, like unemployment insurance, which isn't a lot. It yeah. pays the bills, right? Yeah. And you would go, uh, and and you submit your business idea, right? And you go to meetings with other people who were in the same doing the same thing. Okay. It could be starting a dog walking business or a driving school business or whatever it is. Yeah. And um, and and then you'd have and and they have these mentors. And these retired uh, kind of executives or business owners who volunteered. Uh, I don't know if they got paid. Maybe they got paid. I don't know. But anyway, they then they'd walk you through stuff. So you'd have like uh, someone who knew the ins and outs. Yeah. As and you could call them up, or you know you'd meet with them on a regular basis. Wow. And it was kind of cool. So I I started um, a a business. This was in Montreal when I moved there. Yeah. Because uh, when my my ex got trans got a job in Montreal, so I had to give up my job in Toronto right. to move, and so that was a perfect opportunity to start a new business. Okay. Nice. And uh, so I got in this program, and I started a home inspection business, which I thought was, you know, having having had worked as a boss for people for a long time. Right. I didn't really want to have a lot of people working for me because it's honestly it's like being the head babysitter sometimes when you're <laughs> sure. you're the boss and yeah. you're like you have to resolve all this shit with people that you know yeah. sometimes are acting like children 
Right. You know it's like in any workplace like that. So for sure. So the home inspector, you know, it's cash, money, like check or cash. Right. You know, you get paid at right at the time. You, there's no like 30 day net or anything like that. You get okay. paid right away. Yeah. You get paid good money for right. doing. You know, just do like a two hour inspection. And you you know get the like, money and that's it. Is that for like new? Homes or what type of Not well, uh, when when uh, people buy houses, yeah. um, there's usually a contingency that they get an inspection to make sure there's nothing major that they're. So like, let's say you're buying this house and it's you know in Montreal time, let's say it's three hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. But it's gonna need you know it's got cracks in the foundation, it's got leaks, it's got bad you know it's got dry rot, who knows what, right? Right. right. Um, and then all of a sudden you're in for like another hundred thousand, you know, that's not cool. Yeah. So what they do is they get an inspector to go and see if there's, you know, what's the state of the house. So a new house wouldn't need so much, but you know, you could have some hidden stuff that, you know, oh, okay. you find out about after. There's a movie with Tom Hanks called The Money Pit. Oh, okay. That <clears throat> from early on where he buys this beautiful house on whatever Connecticut yeah. and it ends up like. They just are just pouring money into it because oh, yeah, it's yeah. an old house, right? Money pit. Keep yeah. pouring the money in there. So the inspector is kind of like that that impartial third party in theory, oh, right. who is going to you know yeah. make sure if there's anything wrong, you're gonna find out about it. So you did that for how how did that go when you're in? Oh, it was good. I was good. Uh, uh, it was fun and uh, you know had a lot of independence and ended up. Sort of not a legal partnership, but I partnered with another inspector whose business is still going strong there. Really? Um, and we, we worked together and collaborated a lot on some stuff, wow. which we probably would be business partners if I'd stayed there. But So you guys are buddies to this day? or just uh, He emails me once in a while, but I haven't talked to him for, for quite a while. That's cool. That's how you got your start in a business, though, it sounds like. Is, your, is that your first one of your first businesses? Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, I, I tried something way earlier, but it never it never actually got off the ground. But um, And, of course, you, you had friends who go, oh, come to a meeting that for an opportunity at some Amway shit that, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to or, or I had another friend who's doing the same thing with vitamins, and I was like, you know, I don't, this isn't really a business. This is, like, basically a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah, I know it. I know it. I'm familiar with those. <laughs> So I mean, I I buy your stuff from you and support you, but I just I'm not I'm not gonna go and start getting more people yeah. to be, rep, you know, whatever they call them. Exactly. But a real business is, you know, kind of like, mine's are bricks and mortar. You can do it these days with uh, web pages and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I love the knowledge from you know talking to different people from different areas and. You know, I know you're from Canada, and you got that, you know, you got that mentorship program that went and got your start. I really enjoy hearing about these kind of things. Um, and let's see, I, I did have another question. We're kind of changing the subject dramatically here, but now tell me about hockey. I know you, you used <laughs> to play hockey, or I don't know if you still do. But... Well. You can't. In Canada hockey isn't a sport. Okay, it's a religion. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 not. I mean, it was. I don't know about it. I mean, okay. So in Toronto, if the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. When when I was in the '60s, people, you couldn't buy season tickets. You had to be left them in the will. Oh, the really? only way you get season tickets is wow. if someone leaves them to you. Oh my 
Uh, uh, seriously. Yeah. Like, it, it, um, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to my first live hockey game on my birthday. I think it was my 10th birthday. Nice. It was just, it was in Maple Leaf Gardens, which is still there, but it's not the arena anymore. And it was yeah. just like going in. It's like going to the Vatican and just going, <laughs> oh, you know, it's like amazing because you only ever really see it on TV. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we play hockey. We play, uh, we call shinny. What's that? Uh, so everything's frozen in okay. winter. Yeah. So not far from my house, there's a, a park with a flat spot. And the guy go out with, uh, with a hose, eh, a hoser. Okay. And they, they soak it and create a little ice patch. Right. And we and they set up a little stove on the edge of it, and uh, you know, and, and we we play play shinny. Like whoever showed up, yeah. we just split up into teams. Okay. Oh, nice. And you just you know. That's cool. What there's was no referee. For? There's no. Yeah. What's that? What was the stove for? I don't. I'm not. For, just for warming up, or yeah, yeah. So cool. so you can, uh, or maybe it's for the old man who's like. You know, the hoser. <laughs> the hoser. I love it. Okay, now, you got me thinking about different uh, Canadian slang, right? You got a hoser. You know, I, I know that from, like, Wayne and Garth, or I forget where that was from, from uh, Wayne's World, maybe, uh, the movie. What What's some other wild, or not wild, but cool uh, uh, Canadian sayings? Well, it, and uh, so, you know, it's a long, long winter, okay? okay. And so, yeah, yeah. generally, by there's a holiday in Canada that it's it's, it's bizarre, but it, it's true. They celebrate the birthday of Queen Victoria. Okay. Queen Victoria. Yeah. Her birthday is May 24th. So, May 24th is a Canadian holiday. Wow. But May 24th traditionally marks the beginning of, like, the winter is now finally gone. Like now it's no, you basically passed the frost warning, so you can plant your flowers and oh right. shit. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and and there's a culture in Toronto. Yeah. Of um, a lot of people have because north of the city there's a lot of small lakes. They were created by glacier uh, okay. from a million years ago. Yeah, yeah. And there's all kinds of really nice lakes. Right. And so people have lakeside properties where they build cottages. Oh. Here they call them cabins, but they're cottages yeah. in Canada. And you generally would close the cottage in the winter in those days, and yeah. then you would open it up on May 24th, oh. which was a holiday. It was always They'd always have it on the Monday, right. closest to May 24th. So it was right. known right. as the May 2-4 weekend day. Oh, okay. And that was the day that was like... Summer's here. Yeah, Warm weather's here. Let's go to the cottage. Oh, cool. And then, what would you do at the cottage? You'd open the cottage and probably drink beer. Yeah, right. <laughs> go out in a boat. <laughs> no. Take out the boat and have a beer, eh? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so in in Canada, the the uh, beer is uh, it's not like here. You just go to the supermarket and buy beer. You yeah. have to buy beer from the specific beer store. It's called the Brewers Retail. It's a monopoly. And it's government controlled. Government controlled. Yep. Interesting. And uh, and the beer's more expensive, but that helps pay the you know the health bill, health care system. Nice. Uh, and they sell beer in. I think we're coming to something here. Oh yeah, we're cruising through. I think we're in Palo Alto, but I'm not sure. There we go. We've got a beautiful view. Wow, a nice view. Got to see the city and everything. So they sell beer by the case, 24, right? Okay. 
and uh, but you know that in in Canada there's uh, wow look at that view holy oh, yeah. shit that's nice gorgeous view up here no smoke I know it. it's gorgeous it's a sunny day I don't even know where Alice's restaurant is so yeah, I hope we'll, I don't miss we'll, it we'll drive we'll find it um, um, you're talking about the moose so in Canada you have like you know it's a big country but there's a one province called Newfoundland okay yeah. Mispronounce it, Newfoundland, but yeah. Newfoundland. And they joined Canada late. They joined in uh, 40, 1949, I think. Right. And they kind of, Canadians make fun of the Newfies because they, they're, they're, you know, the, the new guys, right? Yeah, they're Newfies. <laughs> the newfies. <laughs> so they call them Newfies. Nice. A lot of them come from fishing background and stuff like that. Okay. okay. They're not the highest educated of people. Oh. They are now, I mean. <laughs> But they're newfies, and they kind of talk funny. They talk like Irishmen almost. They they oh, have this whole language, and it, they, I, I I was on a hockey team once with the newfies, eh? And I couldn't understand a thing they were saying to each other. <laughs> do you have a? Uh, how do they do? They sound like they just they sound. We said uh, it's like an Irish and Irish. Uh, Gaelic, and it's a weird. Oh really? It's like, oh, he's a boy to build a boat, and he's a boy to save them, and he's a boy to catch the fish and save some the laser. You know that kind of shit. So, so moose. If you know, if you're driving, let's say we're in Newfoundland now, oh, yeah. and and there's a moose, a roadkill. Right, right. So let's say we get a roadkill. Right. You know what a newfie calls a moose? That's road roadkill moose, eh? Uh, yeah, that's filet mignon, eh? <laughs> that's some good eats. That's some good eats, eh? That's some good eats. Some newfie roadkill, eh? That would be. I wish I got. I want to go to Canada now. That's all there is to it. I gotta go. Well, it's gotta, a big country. I mean, yeah. it's it's. There's a whole lot to it. Well, what's your? Of course, you're probably biased. But what is your favorite uh, part of Canada or favorite area or, or uh, what is it? Province. Called, right? California. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's. Ooh, blind curve. Yeah. Cyclist. Rolling on the highway. Be careful, people. Yeah. Yeah. Safe driver here. A lot of yeah. people get killed on bikes. Yeah. I just because people drive like idiots sometimes. Yeah, I know it. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, it depends if you want, you know, nature or if you want to, like, if you want to party, Montreal is like in the summertime. Whoa, it's a non stop festival, it seems like. You just want to enjoy some, just being away from everyone, and you can find some places up in the deep north woods. Oh, man. Yeah, it has a little bit of everything. It has beautiful, beautiful scenic vistas Mountains. and views, and from it's. I'm sure, yeah, it doesn't have from snow to. Is it, is it, it snows every part of Canada, right? In the, uh, or is there areas where it I think part of like in Victoria, in Vancouver Island, it's a little yeah. more. That's kind of like the warmest place in Canada, I think. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and you can, because you can actually like golf in like. March or whatever there, I think. Okay. <laughs> nice. My buddy, I have a shout out to my friend, uh, I'll just put uh, the initial, well, his initials are DM, but we call him DM. He's from uh, Squamish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, there you go. Um, we're, we're driving by on this road here. We just saw a beautiful flag. What was the flag? That's, the, that's the, the, the M. M of the BMW. <laughs> the BMW flag. You must have a club, a car club or something. <laughs> I the know. M club. Oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, shout out to my buddy in Canada. All of my, all of every Canadian I've ever met, 
and I, I mean, I haven't met like you know thousands or anything like that, but I've, the ones I've met have all been like here we very go. nice and very cool. Okay, we're gonna wrap it up for a brief yeah, moment yeah. here. We gotta describe where we're coming up to. We're coming up to Alice's restaurant. Where do you want to park? All right, so we're back on here. We're doing part two. Podcast in, in the Redwoods. Podcast, yeah. We'll go, whoa, the podcast in the Redwoods. Here's some nice birds screeching <laughs> up there. Exactly. Uh, we're driving back down from Alice's. Uh, that was. Thank you for inviting me up there and taking me in your beautiful car. What, what kind of car is this again for the for the listening uh, audience? It's, a, it's an M240i. Uh, there you go. It's beautiful. And this is a brand new one. Or what, pretty, what year is this? Pretty new, yeah. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous it, it's car. It's a nice... Uh, I mean, we saw a couple of really cool exotics. We saw a McLaren up there. Oh, at Alice's yeah. restaurant, some Porsches, GTs. I mean, those are, you know, million-dollar cars. Oh, yeah. But this is kind of a... I mean... They, they can get to, let's say, go zero to 60 in two and a half, three seconds, right? Right. Well, this this will go zero to 60 in four and a half seconds. So, but it's a lot <laughs> more affordable. Yeah, yeah. For an average working Joe like me. Yeah, and you still have a hell of a lot I'm of fun. I'm not a tech billionaire yet, so, you know. Hey, you know, one day, right? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the crazy... Uh, People, not people, but the, pe the people up here have, you know, what, like, for example, if you're an owner of Facebook or a, a early founder of, like, Instagram or something like that or WhatsApp, like, who knows? Like, some That's people, you never know who you how meet. how much money they have. They just have, you know, $10 million sitting in the bank account. And, and they're, just, like, 30 years old. Yeah. That'd be a nice problem to have, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. What's, uh, speaking of cars, is this... Was this your dream car, or how did you come about getting this car? What was the story? Uh, so this is my midlife crisis car. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to manage my midlife crisis. You know, turning sixty. Nice. Um, I don't. I, I I've got the wife of my dreams. I don't need to have a trophy wife. Awesome. She's a sweetheart. She's everything I I want and everything I need. That's so cool. And she's just a, a kind and caring person. That's awesome. I don't know if you wanted to shout out. I hockey. Oh yeah, <laughs> hockey and football, right? So I got it, and, and then my okay. So my dad um, always had shitty cars, okay, okay. growing up. And yeah. but then he got his midlife crisis car. He he ended up getting this all show no go Mercury Capri RS, ah. which had a had no power. Yeah. And so that I actually took my driving test to get my driver's license in. Yeah, yeah. But it was. Uh, I mean, it had a big hood. Yeah. And it had big wide tires, but it had no no go. Oh yeah. I mean, so I, I I guess if I if I thought about my midlife crisis car, I gotta have something that's got some balls. Yeah, baby. So this one does, and but it's also I don't want to be bankrupt yeah. by buying a car <laughs> or leasing a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one is it's just right for why what I want. I love it, man. Would I, would I like in a, a McLaren? Oh, yeah. If I had a billion dollars or whatever. Sure <laughs> Who wouldn't would want a McLaren? Right. I mean, at least. So true. But I, it had to do the convertible, right? I oh, mean, yeah. It's, and I'm not even bald, right? So that's that's cool. There you go. A lot of midlife guys, they're bald. That's true. Thank goodness for your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, that's so funny. No, it's it's a fun car to drive. You know, it's 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 got a lot of uh, nice aspects to it. 
Oh yeah, I, you know, speaking of BMWs, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, my dad was a BMW mechanic for 25, maybe wow. some, some odd 30 years, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and he worked all over the Bay Area, up and down the peninsula, basically, in, in uh, you know, from, I think it was Burlingame, San Bruno area, to Mountain View, working at different shops, at the, the dealerships. And he really knows his shit, so I don't think this thing is, he doesn't do it anymore, but no. if you ever if you ever need a guy, or if you probably, I'm sure this won't need any work well, this, for years. This thing is but, like a big computer on wheels now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, everything's... It's beautiful. It's, it's crazy. It has an. I have an app on my phone with the car. Right. I heard some people can open your. I don't know if this car has that function, but I had a buddy who could open his car with an app from afar, and I was like, Yeah. It's I think like so. crazy the technology nowadays. And you can see the lights just came on. I did notice that we're driving through this beautiful redwood two lane highway. We're doing about ninety right now. No. <laughs> We're doing all about. We're doing the hairpin I'm, turn. I'm being super careful because I, being a former cyclist before my yeah. knees gave out, I, I don't, I don't want to. Oh yeah. I don't want to kill any cyclists. Oh, right? I know. Yeah, he he is a very actually. Just the moose. Just the moose. <laughs> He's a actually very good driver. I actually get road sick, and I haven't gotten went on windy roads as a passenger, uh, and well, I haven't gotten. Wind the window down. If yes. You're feeling... <laughs> <laughs> if I got a hurl, hurl over here, right? <laughs> uh, and I haven't gotten car sick or felt uncomfortable at all. So you are a very good driver. So that props to you. Kudos to you for your driving skills. Um, yeah. Gosh, I wanted to mention a couple of things, but my mind is. Uh, <laughs> we're, 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 I'll just describe the road here. We're just I'll traveling you down. For okay, thank you. Uh, so I've been married with my wife here. We got married in 1999 in June, and uh, you have a big ceremony to my wife Jessica. No, uh, no, it was actually it was really nice. I, I think. To be honest with you, the 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 wedding was amazing. It was awesome, but the the actual it's a blur. It, it, it I don't know. It was like all my family came. It was so amazing. It was actually in Saratoga, off of Highway Nine. Oh, nice. In Los Gatos. I actually I think it's actually Los Gatos address, but right on the border of Saratoga, at the old Hacienda Inn. It's no longer there. It's being it got torn down. I think this is the right hairpin here? turn. Yeah. And oh, yeah, uh, I think you're yeah, right. I've done this right. on Spike before. Yeah. So I've been with her, whatever the math is, for ni 1999, so many years. And uh, yeah, it's. And, oh, and the, the, the wedding ceremony was pretty. I forget how many people came, but it was so fun and awesome. My mother in law, Tina, uh, you know, she's since passed away, set it up. She did the hair and makeup, was her profession. Her hair, I believe, was a profession, um, and and she did makeup, I think, on this, uh, also. But her, set up all set up the whole thing. She used to help get people married a lot. That was like her her part of her uh, her job, and she set up the whole thing. Um, and I'm sure, and my parents helped out, and uh, her father-in-law helped out with the whole thing. And you know, it was 20 some odd years ago, but it was beautiful. I was nice. very happy, very pleased, and I was just excited to get married, and I was young and full of, you know, youth at that time. I was like, I think it was 21 years ago or something like that, or whatever the math would be. Flies by, doesn't it? Yeah, it just... <laughs> and then... Uh, Stop here and turn. Yeah, you got it.
and then I got uh, what I got two kids myself they're 21 almost my son Hunter and then my daughter's 17 you know and uh, I was gonna say going on 25 or yeah. whatever but <laughs> but she's an amazing girl I have re I've been blessed so to speak and, and my family is I got some really cool family members and my wife and kids are really great so it's uh and she's very I had a question from uh, uh, when I was doing a podcast is like does your wife let you do this like what do she feel about the podcast and I, I said what do you mean does she let me do this of course uh -huh. she she's very supportive of of me and which is really cool to have as yeah, it's a, like with Moira when I said I want to do this you know and she yeah. says, oh that sounds great I'll go for a walk with my friend on Sunday morning that's so cool there we go crank it up baby I love that I kick the sport yeah <laughs> we, I felt kicked back in the seat my head was back back in the headrest and that was, and that was nice bit, that wasn't that was <laughs> just a tiny touch <laughs> and I said earlier we were going 90 we weren't really going 90 <laughs> but man I think this thing could probably go what is the top 160 out? 160 oh my goodness yeah I did I did a, bit, a YouTube video where the you did. did it on the Autobahn oh yeah they had a camera in the back seat oh yeah I remember yeah it took about maybe 20 20 seconds 25 seconds to get up to speed holy shit now does this thing take premium or does it take mid premium, or yeah. so is it, it runs better on the premium right yeah 91 but guess, i mean when you're in midlife crisis it doesn't matter yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like what an extra couple of dollars for gas right exactly you know that that's funny if you're gonna buy a beautiful car of this ilk or this this you know the you know the brand and everything it, you gotta pay more but you get it's enjoyment of life and quality of life and you know you pay more but it's fun to drive this baby right well i've always loved driving and I, I i drove when i was like when i was a toddler yeah one of my first and favorite toys is a little plastic dashboard <laughs> with a little shifter and a oh steering wheel. yeah i used to spend hours and i used to play with the you know the the hot wheels endlessly yeah. and set it all up and, and, oh you yeah know, and my, <laughs> i think i told you this before but one of my dad's cars, first cars was, uh, I don't know what brand it was, yeah. but instead of a gear, sh an automatic yeah. gear shifter, it had it had a Little transmission, it had buttons, buttons. on the oh. dashboard for drive and reverse and stuff. Yeah. So they, I'm on, I'm in the car, they left the car idling and I'm sitting at the driver's seat. <laughs> I'm a toddler with my, I'm in the steering wheel. Yeah. And of course I'm a toddler, so I press <laughs> buttons. Of course. And the car starts rolling away with me, like <laughs> two years old, driving this car down there. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. My dad running out, chasing after this car, the two-year-old driving. <laughs> well, did it turn out okay, or yeah, what they, happened? Yeah, they, they got it stopped and oh, good. whatever, yeah. <laughs> they, they, don't, they didn't really think things through back then, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what could go wrong? Leave a two-year-old in a running car with yeah. a transmission. What could go wrong? Yeah, yeah. Just press these buttons and see what happens. <laughs> so, uh, where am I going? Yeah, to the right. Yeah. And watch out for this guy. What are you doing, man? Uh, safety first. Let the bicycles go. There you go. Have a good day, sir. And we're just getting on to 280 now, heading back down. Okay, let's see if we can get a little space and wind it out. There we go. Yeah, we've got a Camry in front of us. We got a, we're just passing the uh, accelerator here over by Stanford's property. The, the Adam Crusher over here. This is beautiful. Yeah, man, this is, this is the best. We did it morning. It's warming up now. This is the best time to do this, man gonna be a beautiful day
I feel it. How do I get a ticket? Yeah, we don't know. We were only going 65, officer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we went up to about 90. Oops. Yeah. But yeah, it would just keep. It's got so much hey, torque. It it'll goes. just keep going. Oh yeah. But oh, it'll yeah. go. It'll, it'll just keep accelerating up to the 150. Holy shit. <laughs> but uh, there's too many CHP around. I know. We're on 280, and everybody knows this is where the race race area <laughs> is of uh, the Bay Area. But the cops are out. It's like 17, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really nice sunny day. So uh, yeah, I mean, I just uh, it's, it's having that car when you enjoy driving. I mean, not everyone likes driving. Yeah, it's true. It's just you know, some people. It's it's just a way to get around. Well, you know, my favorite car is a BMW. The reason being is my dad was a BMW, a BMW mechanic, yeah. and my second, I think it was my third car. I went through three cars, <laughs> but my third car was a BMW. And I, it was a 528E, 1984 or 8? I think, I think it was 88. Yeah. Um, and it was souped up to look like an M3. Sweet. And it had the, the grill in the front, the fin in the back. Woo! That looked like a M3, right? But it was, or an M5, whatever it was. But it was... Uh, it was a it was a fake car, but I drove it like an M5, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 used to, uh, I used to have a shit. Yeah, I would drive always a stick. I love it. Uh, yeah. Used to have a car like that, or no? What were you gonna say? I never. I always had like Hondas. But oh I, yeah. Or a Volkswagen. I never had anything this good. Yeah, this is. But I uh, sticks mostly. Totally. And then. Um, yeah, this is the first really powerful car I've had. Yeah, we got the cojones. I mean, I did have a pinmobile in Montreal. Oh, no, I tell bought me. my ex-father-in-law's car as a <laughs> Regency, uh, Oldsmobile Regency Brome, okay? Oh. It was a big, it was like a Cadillac, but it was, he got the Oldsmobile instead with the spoke wheels, yeah. the red leather interior. Oh. And before. <laughs> What color was the car? It was black. Okay. And uh, I, I, I wanted it because if you drive a car in Montreal in the winter, yeah, you can't drive a car like this because it'll get wrecked. Yeah, the snow. Because of all the snow and potholes and yeah. sand and salt and everything. So I just bought it and I said, no, I don't give a shit if, it, you know, if I hit a pothole, whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I took, took it in for some service to the local Canadian Tire, eh? Canadian yeah. Tire, big chain of Canada. <laughs> right. And I needed some tires or something, so I came back to pick it up when yeah. it was done. Yeah. And I go, I'm here to get the, uh, to pick up my car. What's, which car, sir? That's the, uh, the Oldsmobile the Regency Brome. The yeah. guy looks at me in the eye and says, oh, the Pimpmobile. <laughs> I go, yeah, the Pimpmobile. <laughs> That reminds me, I had a guy in high school, a good friend of mine, well, it was more of an acquaintance, but he was in the neighborhood. He had a van, we're driving up on the van, looks just like this one. It's a, probably a 1970s, it looks like a pentmobile that the Scooby-Doo and, and Shaggy guys would drive around in, right? Yeah. And it was, it, and, he, and it was called the, the pentmobile or the, you know, the in high school it was like the sex wagon or whatever <laughs> you want. He had shag carpeting and, yeah. You know, speakers, and he didn't have a TV, but this was the 90s. It was in my day in high school. And, uh, yeah, he get, he got into all kind of trouble, and, and, you know, could just go park and take a nap or whatever, you know, or 
do whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh, those are the days, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we, we never got into trouble when we were teenagers. Oh, no. No, we were just little <laughs> angels. Oh, my goodness. Does that... Uh, <coughs> you got my, my gears going here. Do you... Uh, any, any stories about your high school or crazy okay, story? You ask. <laughs> so I didn't like high school much, but yeah. I, I was able to, uh, you know, to get by. Yeah. But, you know, there was a lot, and, and there was a lot of beer drinking. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot, and, and, and but they had, uh, like, weed or marijuana. Yeah. But it wasn't anywhere near as strong as it is today. It was, yeah. It was much, much less, sure. you know, potent. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, I grew up in Toronto next to a beach. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get the ticket, not me. Hell yeah, this guy's going 90. All and in there's ass. a big park. Yeah. And it's a public park and everything. And oh, then yeah. if you go a little further along the beach, there's some like cliffs. Yeah. And that becomes a private land. Okay. And there's a little beach at the bottom of the cliffs, but it's private land. Right. And so... As teenagers, we would go past where the, they had the water plant, you know, where they filter the water for the yeah. drinking water. And you go through, and there's a fence. There was a, someone had cut a little hole out of the fence, and you could skip through there, yeah. and you'd be in this private beach, right? Nice. Oh, wow. Instead of in the public park. Yeah. And so we would go on summers, and there'd be hundreds of teenagers. Oh, yeah. And we'd build bonfires. Oh, yeah. And we'd be, you know, drinking beer and doing whatever and being teenagers. Basically, you know, just not nothing bad. Yeah, really. just hanging out. Yeah, on the beach fun. by the water at night. Oh yeah. Well, the Toronto police decided this was not acceptable, or maybe the people that live up on top of the cliffs didn't like it. So yeah. They, they sent a troop of police. Troop. And they didn't go through the little hole in the fence. They came down the the cliff. They were like, oh shit, working their way down through the bush and stuff. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, some of the people who were around the bonfires started throwing beer bottles at the police. Oh, no! That, yeah, that's not going to end well. <laughs> oh, shit! That, that, that's like, you know, uh, put a stick in a hornet's nest. It's yeah! Like, you don't, don't want to do you're that. Like, you're asking so, for a fight. <laughs> yeah, so there was this, and then it's a Saturday night, there's hundreds of teenagers, and they're all, like, making, they're all just, like, running for the hills, literally. <laughs> So I, I don't know how I got I got climbed up from bushes and yeah. I, I get to the top yeah and I'm and, and I'm, you know the cops are all down I don't know probably beating up the, the people down there but yeah um, but I escaped nice but all these teenagers are coming to me and they here here you want this and they're having oh, really? their joints <laughs> they're like I don't want it here you take it oh, so I was like oh okay all right all right <laughs> yeah. And I worked my way home. And then, oh my gosh. That's so another cool. Story. So I, you probably know that 70s show, right? Yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. They hang out in the basement. Oh, yeah. And so that was like our, our teenage spot. Was, I'd have my friends in the basement, right? Nice. So I don't know what happened. It was a Saturday night. My mother was out of town somewhere. I forget what she was doing, but she was out of town. So my dad had her, his buddies over. And they're playing like nickel and penny poker upstairs. Yeah. And I had a few friends downstairs who were playing ping pong or, yeah. you know, just doing whatever. Hanging out. Yeah. And so, um, all of a sudden there's a knock at the front door. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Right? And it's like, it's the police. Oh, shit. And there's a, the police show up, a couple of finest 
a guy with them who's all bloody. What? Right? And I'm in the kitchen. You can from the front door. You can see the kitchen. Yeah. And I'm in the kitchen, and I'm going, "Holy shit!" My dad's freaking out because he thinks he's getting busted for his nickel and dime yeah. uh, poker game. Right? Yeah. And he's like, "What? <laughs> There's no money here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know and, nothing. Uh, <laughs> and so the cops say, "Do you see the guy who did this to you?" And the guy points at me. Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm 160 pounds soaking wet, man." And yeah. I've been in the basement the whole time. So. Yeah. So the guy was obviously didn't know who he was talking to. What the heck? But it was, uh, <laughs> the guy got, he, someone beat him up down in the park oh, or whatever. Wow. How did they come to your, house. how did they come to your I, house? Like, what the? Someone might have, have come into my house. Yeah. Because we, you know, we'd hang out at the beach, we'd play frisbee, whatever. Oh, and yeah. And say, come on over to my place and we'll, you know, use the restroom, whatever. Right. So what happens? So they accuse you, and then uh, it wasn't me. So oh, I know. Went away. I, I guess I was like, no, I'm here. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> My dad was. He was so funny. Was he mad or he what happened? He was an electrician. Okay. So uh, back then it's the '70s, okay? That '70s show. And my dad was kind of cheap because he grew up in a war. Yeah. So, um, you know, the family uh, stereo, so to speak. Yeah. It was kind of like, it had a sound like tin cans with a string. Yeah. And we were into all that 70s rock, you know, Boston and yeah. Led Zeppelin and yeah. Steve Miller and all those great 70s bands. And, yeah. And, and um, you can't play it on these little crappy little yeah. stereos, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, can we get a good stereo? You're right. So he goes... Um, in his British accent, you know. Well, I'm in this football pool nah. at, at work. Yeah. And uh, the prize is, the prize to win it is $1,000. This is the 70s. Yeah. For picking NFL games. Yeah. Okay? So he doesn't know anything about NFL football, like, at all. Yeah. So he says, if I go in it and we win, we'll get a stereo. Right? Oh, okay. Sounds good. So I pick all the, all the teams. Oh, good. I won. You fucking won? I'm like, yeah, I won. So it's okay, that's it. Now we got to get the stereo. Good shit. So I went out and we did all the research and got a Pioneer receiver and some great big giant speakers and a super deluxe uh, uh, turntable and all that. And we could crank up, you know, the tunes now. Except my dad is a smart guy. Yeah. So what he did is he rigged it up so that the... Receiver was upstairs, oh. <laughs> and so the control for the volume was upstairs. But we were down in the basement, oh, <laughs> so like... he had full control. Right, <laughs> smart. <laughs> but let's just say that there were holes in my day where I had either skipped classes or we had a spare period, yeah. where we managed to get ourselves home when no one was there. My buddies and my parents are at work. And, uh, and the volume got, got a little higher, yeah. Got adjusted appropriately. <laughs> wow. That's so cool, man. Oh, my God. But, yeah, he, was, he wired it up so that he had... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's a, he does sound like a very smart guy. He's got, he knows what's up. He's got the teenage uh, boy around. And Do you have brothers and sisters, or is it just you? I just have one sister, yeah. Okay. She's a couple years younger than me. Right on. Wow. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy, man. The the things we do when we're young and the stories and the shenanigans we get into. 
I freaking uh well one of my buddies I hang out with his name's uh Glenn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know we we play uh table hockey, I don't know if you do that and ping pong and we do different things. And, oh yeah. Uh, and I say, hey Glenn. Because he worked like we we all worked, you know, we did different jobs. Yeah. And, and uh, so to make money to do, you know, teenage things. Oh yeah. And uh, I said, hey Glenn. At the high school, they're offering a trip, a group trip, yeah. to Spain, to southern Spain. Oh. Wouldn't that be cool? We were 16 years old, right? Yeah. And it was like 600 bucks. Huh. So we had to, you know, we were making, like, yeah. we had to really save up for that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I can do that. So um, we saved our, our money, and, and we went on this trip to, uh, to Spain. Wow. With a group of high school students. Yeah. And we went to Morocco as well, and it was, it was really, it was, it was a blast. I mean, it, the price was really good because it's a group rate. Yeah. But we I, get to Spain and we realize, we're 16, okay? There's no liquor laws for minors. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> we got to go to discos, we got to go to bars, and it's like, there's no, you know, how old are you? What's your ID? It's like, can I have a rum and coke? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're like, woo! <laughs> And what? we didn't over, we didn't get like shit-faced drunk or anything. We were yeah. just, you know, we just had a good time. Oh yeah. Did you guys? Uh, what was it? Was it the same age in Canada? I don't know at that time or, or what? Well, was, uh, then it was 18, but they moved it to 19 to try to make it so that yeah, most people start college when they're 19. Right, right. So Are you gonna so get over or not? Not yet. Oh yeah. The uh, uh I that's right. Over yeah. That's all right. Yeah, the age in, uh, when I was drinking, when I was of drinking age, it was always 21, and then they changed the, the, the smoking age, they changed it, I think, to 21 when, yeah, when I was old, younger, but, but yeah, and, and, and it was 18 when you were in, uh, out there, and then they raised it to... 19, early. yeah. No kidding. Wow. I How understood was, the 21, because yeah. everyone drinks when they're in college. I think 18, I mean, if you're old enough to go to war and be killed in war, exactly. I think you're old enough to drink and, and smoke, if you're, you know, if you're going to put it that way in those terms. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, when you went to Spain, what was, uh, how was it? You were there for how long? I forget, but it was, it was Spain and Morocco. Yeah, Spain is a really cool country, I'm sure. I've never been, but one day, I'd love to go travel. Is there a, is there a country that you would like to travel to that you haven't been to yet, yourself? Uh, I think the next, somewhere in Europe, I'm pretty sure. I was thinking about, because my parents are English, yeah. And Moira's got a, an Irish uh, family background, sort of. Okay. So it's next. Yeah. Is to go to, um, you know, England and maybe uh, France. Yeah, I'd love to go to France, Paris, England, all those places. Go on the underground in, in, the, in the UK. Uh, and the last time I was in England, I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. So it's... Wow. It's, been a, it's been a few years. <laughs> wow. See, I don't even have a passport yet. I got to get a passport to start yeah. traveling the world. You better get it. I'm definitely going to go do that. I think once my kids are 
they're pretty much grown up and out of the house, but once they're out of the house, I think I'll just say, you know what, it's time to travel. Yeah. It's time to see the world. Well, you do have lots of vacation time, right? Remember? Yeah, UPS yeah. takes care of me. I just hit my 25 years, I get uh, eight weeks vacation. It's pretty good, pretty good gig. I have another vacation coming up uh, around Thanksgiving, so I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> Done with vacations for the year, or do you have any other trips coming up for yourself? Or uh, we're gonna, we're next gonna year? head down to um, uh, we're not gonna do any like flying vacations just because of oh, yeah, a lot of stuff's closed, but we're gonna yeah. go down to the beach between a beach between Ventura and Santa Barbara, it's called Carpentria. Oh, nice, <coughs> yeah, we're gonna um, spend a week there. Oh, yeah, I love that. Just drive down, I love that finding out about. I've been to Pismo Beach, which is really gorgeous, and uh, I think it was Morro Bay also. Beautiful. Yeah, we're going down to Avalon next weekend. Man, that's awesome, man. Well, I think we'll uh, maybe wrap it up here with the, with the podcast. Uh, before I go, uh, again, thank you for doing the podcast. It's been amazing and a really fun experience for me. This is my first car, pa- car podcast. <laughs> It's uh, different, huh? Yeah, it's great though. I really enjoyed it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say or promote at all before we go? Uh, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, awesome. I, I just, you know, business is business. People are going to find us, and so I don't need to really promote it. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, thank you again, Paul, for doing this, and uh, have a good day. All right. Cheers, mate. All right. Cheers. All right, thank you guys for listening, and if you liked what you heard, uh, please repost this to Instagram, Facebook, text your friend, tell your girlfriend, tell your boyfriend, your wife, your brother, your sister, your husband, your uh, customers. Um, Yeah, please spread the word, and uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.